She know like he got on naughty But she go chop him if he give a cucumber Walk out from Transamadi Till I let pick in shake her with a locumba Baby make her give you solid Make her even mix him with a Leander walk power Hey, wait, let me tell Let me tell, 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 tell all right guys welcome to the uncut 90 i'm your host hawas back in the building once again today i have um a couple of human beings that uh, <laughs> that think they know football and uh, they want to talk about football i have uh, the one and only rooks rookie is What's here up? hello we have uh, Dimani, aka Daniel, in the building with us. What up? What up? And uh, last and also the least is uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably going to be the most accurate thing said on the podcast. Uh, exactly, exactly. The boy, Lil Pep, aka George. George, what's good, man? <laughs> We can continue, man. Watch. We can continue. <laughs> All right. So, um, since I've annoyed George at the top, let me let me go to him real quick. Let me go to him real quick. Um, George, uh, West Ham City. Did you watch the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I see people are clamoring left and right. Okay. Well, well. First of all, tell me what you tell me what you think of the game. Tell me what you thought of the game. I mean, um. Clearly, you can see where the problem is for Man City. It was not the fact that they were not creating chances. They did create a couple of chances. It's just that they didn't really capitalize on those chances. <clears throat> Sterling and Maris, both of them really had bad games. Maris, for some reason, like, you know, people have come on this podcast and said a lot that that guy should be starting. I guess this whole season, he's gotten the chance to actually start games. But he's not really capitalizing on those opportunities. Like, mm. The West Ham game, the guy got two good chances where I thought he should have at least hit, um, hit the target, but he did not. Uh, oh. Sterling also got a couple of chances, so he also did not hit the target. So clearly, like, Pep's problem right now is the lack of a striker where, where you know, Aguero just got injured, so he got stopped out. His suits is still injured. I think he'll be back next week or the week after. So it's just like, right now, Pep's problem is not creating chances. It's just scoring goals. Because now you have to rely on people like guys like Foden to come in and get you goals. Was just and well, I told Daniel that Foden, you know, Foden is gonna step. Other people are gonna step step up their game. But right now, it's not like it's the the problem is not them creating chances. The problem is them scoring your chances. You understand? Mm-hmm. I guess so, you've also yeah. forgotten the part where you told Daniel before nil, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I said it was gonna be four nil. Had Sterling and Mario taking your chances, but. That didn't happen, uh, so it was uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I just want to quickly confirm. So now with Aguero hurt and Jesus hurt, we're not exactly sure when they are both gonna be back. You you're you're saying Foden. So who's he gonna play up top? He's gonna play Foden as a as a false nine. I'm not saying forward? Foden. I'm saying no, I'm just I'm just asking. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. No, no, Foden is not gonna play false nine. Foden's gonna play from the wing. Uh he's gonna probably start from the left left wing. Sterling is still gonna strike, which I don't think he should be doing. I think maybe I mean we saw Maris play as ST against um was it Leeds? 
yeah, I think it was the Leeds game where he was also playing as an ST. It didn't really work out. So I guess he should just give the chance to that youngster, the the lip guy. He should just give him that chance. Cool. And let the guy strike. You know? Ooh. The lip? Yeah, the lip. Some Man City youngster. I think he played in the FA Cup or something like that. And then he scored a goal. Oh. So I think he's going to give the guy a chance to actually strike, you know? Right, right. in his natural position, play Maris in his natural position. Maris, bro, put Bernardo Silva folding on that side. Let the guy come off the bench, honestly. I think when he comes off the bench, you have more impact on the game than actually starting the game. So, Who? Maris. Okay. So, the, the lip will strike. I actually think they should they should try out Foden as a false nine and see what... And see what that can bring. I mean, Pep Pep likes doing that kind of stuff. He did that with Messi. I know Messi is Messi, but who knows? I think Foden is really good. Um, does uh does anyone else have anything to to add to this city game? Oh uh, yeah, just yeah. I know we're gonna move on to the Arsenal section where I'm sure George, the rookie and the rude self, will have something to do. <laughs> so. I, I forget this is I forget this is the point where I should stick it into George so that when it's his turn to stick it in, I'm sure he'll do. But I told him that they were not going to beat West Ham. I actually predicted to one and ended up being one one because West Ham is actually a good team. You saw that goal Mikel Antonio scored against them. You don't have like Bad teams with people on the team on the team scoring goals like that. These guys are working very very hard all across the pitch, off the ball, on the ball, and it doesn't surprise me one bit that City didn't. I mean, they didn't lose, but they didn't get the they didn't get the result that they were looking for. I know we've already like talked about the lack of a striker. It's very like odd that all of a sudden Man City don't have a striker. Like it just came out of nowhere. Officer, they just don't <laughs> don't have a center forward at all. And I mean, uh, we're talking I, I, about yeah. Go ahead. I don't think it's all of a sudden. I mean, that's what happens when two players get injured at the same time. Like it feels like all of a sudden there's no one there. And knowing that Aguero is kind of, I don't uh, know you know, at the end of. At the end of his legs, you know, I don't know. Should uh, should Pep have gotten anyone else in? I mean, I, I know you guys were kind of going back and forth about that, but it's yeah. Um, in, yeah, ultimately, in yeah, what, I, what I was going for. Let, let me let me land real quick. Right. What I was going for. So I know people will say that oh, it's the lack of a center forward that's why City are struggling. George just said they're not scoring a lot of goals. Yes, they're not scoring five goals against people, but it's not like they're on a goal drought. You know what I mean? They're still scoring goals, just not the 6-5 and stuff that they used to score. Uh, I think that the problem just really comes back to what I was saying. When your brother doesn't play, and you have like Rodri and Foden. These guys are not the old Man City, man. It's not the old Man City. I, it's a perceptible drop in quality. And I think drawing the West Ham is just, <laughs> to me, is just the indication of that. Basically. So, but like you're saying, Daniel, you're saying Foden. Like, you know, the guys, I think he's, he's been scoring almost, he's been scoring on assistant almost every single game this season. 
Like he's been that goal was good. The goal he scored was was actually very good. I was very impressed by that. But yeah, he, I I posted like a video in the chat this weekend. It's sort of like tongue in cheek, and like running by uh like heavenly beauty of like walking in like tongues. I uh I posted a video of that Dami Silva assist. Did you guys see it though when they when they beat United six one? This is not marking ever, but the full Foley could not do that. You know, it's not like what are you saying? The guy is not playing in the middle of the field. The guy's starting on the wings. He's but that's the like thing, Davis Silva when these when City were getting hundred points and like just trashing everybody. You couldn't even like point to where he plays because the, the guys everywhere, he De Bruyne, they're everywhere. Fernandinho, they're everywhere. I don't think I it's I, I think fair to necessarily compare players though. Um, like David Silva is David Silva. So yeah, Foden may not necessarily be at that level, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to say that A, he can't get to that level, or B City can't perform because he's not at that level. The fact of the matter no, is, no, they no, have several not, other good. They have several other good players. So I feel not, like I feel like we're just kind of picking on Foden right now. I know, yeah, I don't understand we're not why. picking on Foden. I actually don't hate Foden. I'm just saying there is a perceptible drop in quality, and then because of that perceptible drop in quality, you going to be seeing more results like this. So where where does that leave City this season, Daniel? Like, Well, I, I said that they'll, they'll finish third, but more it's more like what I'm trying to say is Pep now is at the point where most managers are. Where do you find the next episode? Because I, I swear to God, we're also looking for him. I'm pretty sure that United are looking for him. You know, everybody's looking for him. So, Pep is now basically on the same plane as everybody else. Like, you don't have that Silva anymore. We don't have that Silva anymore. Where are you going to find the next one? And uh, his team is not that much more better than everybody else in that point in the sense. Okay. Um, Rookie, let me quickly get your opinion on, like, cities spending this summer like the defender versus striker like should they have spent so much on the defense they signed two defenders and no forward play i mean they signed a forward player but not a striker per se right um so with with city i mean we've talked about their spending on defense previously I feel like for what they spent on Diaz and Ake, they probably should have just spent the money for Koulibaly. Um, I mean, the argument that's kind of been popping up is should they have signed a striker instead of the defenders that they did? I think that with Aguero's kind of injury record as of late, it shows that they need to really focus on replacing him. And it's been obvious for seasons now that Gabriel Jesus is not the answer to, you know, replacing Aguero. I know that other people have different opinions, but a, a striker, the caliber of 
Aguero, that's hard to come by, obviously. Um, but he needs to start being phased out and becoming the number two. So what you need to do is focus on getting that number one. I think they could have gone another season, maybe not focusing too much on the defense because their problem right now to me is kind of scoring goals. It's it's hard for them. And had they kind of addressed that, then if you're outscoring your opponents, which isn't always, you know, the solution, as we can tell with teams like Chelsea, but at least it can it can save you till maybe like January and then you can go ahead and get someone cheap in January just to kind of cover your bases. But that's 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 where I feel when it comes to City. Do you have any any names that we should send to Pep on who he should sign as a as a striker or who he should have signed? Oh, um, easily get Howland. Get who? Howland. Oh, <laughs> you want City to yeah, sign Howland? Okay, so this one. Yeah. Wiki has said a lot. Like Wiki has said a lot. <laughs> starting starting from. There's no need to get AK and Diaz. Just buy one guy, Koulibaly. You're looking at Pep's team right now. Laporte is out. Um, who else is out? Um, AK is actually out. Uh, you now they have a uh, their center back pairing is Diaz and Garcia. Mendy is out. So now if AK comes, AK has to play in that position. But Concello is playing that position right now. He's played. He's being played out of position. Uh, getting someone Maybe like they need to focus on getting a new trainer. Why do they have so many injuries? What's going I mean, on? I mean, that too. You, you can make an argument for that. But like you saying there was no need for them to buy two center backs last season or ever, what everyone talked about was the lack of back of center backs that Man City did not have. Now they bought two center backs and say maybe they don't need to. Maybe they just need one. If one of them get injured, bring in Koulibaly. If he gets injured, then who do you have? You're back to square one. The fact that they didn't, they don't have a striker now. You're saying maybe they should buy Haaland. Like City, Haaland is not going to come to Man City. The fact that where he's out right now in his career, if anywhere, if anything, he's going to probably end up in Madrid or Barcelona, one of those big teams, because that's the next upgrade for him. I don't think City is the next team that he's going to go to. So you don't, in, you don't know that though. We don't. I mean, we don't know that, but that, we've seen a trend. That's, that's okay. the trend. If Koulibaly gets injured, you're back to square one. Okay, and where are you now? Without a defense and without an offense. You actually do have a defense. That's why you're not considering that many goals. You have an offense, you're scoring goals, but you're not scoring enough goals. That's what's going on with City right now. KDB is not even fit. So even buying a striker, buying a new striker, who's there to be creating for him? If you don't have a defense and you can't even really score that many goals and you're considering hella goals, that one point, it becomes zero points. Anyways, I think um, it's still mad early in the season. I, I think once... Sure, the, if you pay the money, you get the guy. It's that simple. If you pay the money, you get the guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I just didn't really see the fit, you know, of Haaland at City. Like, I just... I don't see how he fits into Pep's style. You know, I feel like he's a different kind of striker, but it could actually work. I just, I just never thought of it. I just 
for some reason, I just never thought City would go after Haaland. I, I, think, I think Pep is like done after this. this yeah. His contract I mean, actually ends at the end of the season. Nobody has mentioned him like renewing his contract. Or he's not but, renewing his contract. I, you yeah. can tell from his body language that he's done. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done, writing man, out so this season. That's it. Whatever yeah. rebuild needs to be done, someone else needs to come in. Do it's it. go- right. It's going to be someone else coming in. This is the pet project is over. All right. So the pet project is over. With that, uh, I guess we can move to another project. Um, Chelsea. In fact, you know, there are just projects everywhere right now. Chelsea United, you know, um, drab game 0-0. Our um, Manchester United fan, rookie. Did you watch the game? I did. I did. I was looking so forward to the game, and you described it perfectly, drab. What needs to happen? Because... I'm just I I I also watched the game and I was just confused. Yeah, honestly, after the first half, I genuinely contemplated just taking a nap. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it was that bad. Um, to see how both teams have declined, to see how, uh, for lack of a better word, I just can't think of one right now. It's been a long day. To see how weak both um, managers were with kind of how they approached the game. It took all the excitement out of it. Um, You know, I said the pep project is over. I don't even know what the Lampard project is. I'm not even going to talk about Ole because we've beat that horse. That horse is past dead at this point. But the Lampard project, please explain to me what it is he's trying to do. Um, what was the point of procuring all these players if you cannot beat Ole in the current state that Manchester United is in? I just, I'm very confused. And that's honestly where I am with this Chelsea team. Confused. I I don't know what he's trying to do. Um, I thought towards the end of the game, uh, United picked up a bit. I actually thought they'd end up nicking a goal, but it didn't happen. They Towards the end, they were the better team, which honestly isn't saying much because just it was a bad game all around. Uh, defensively, both teams did well. Um, maybe that's what Frank was focusing on, which is why they had nothing to offer going forward. Hmm. Uh, Chelsea's midfield is a concern for me just because I don't really see too much going on there. And then also... You know, there's a lot of hype with they're getting Werner, they're bringing in Havertz, um, Ziyech. Um, your best player on that team is still Pulisic. Yeah, wow. Like, you you really spent all this money to already have the best player, uh, you know, already at the club. I so, see. But then it also... But then this question also arises for me, where is, where it's like, okay, am I judging too harshly on these players? And is it just that Frank is really just completely out of his depth? So yeah. we're not able to see 
the best of these players? Or do these players just not fit this league? So there are a lot of there are a lot of questions with Chelsea. I know it's still early, but I just am not I'm not seeing an improvement from what we saw last season. But you basically have a whole new squad. So yeah, that's yeah. Kind of like I do I do agree with Ricky on this one. Um I feel like Lampard, this was a time for Lampard to actually prove to us, you know, like I think last episode that's what I said, he like there's a chance for him to prove to us the project that he's trying to build at Chelsea. And then the game starts and I'm seeing five back, I'm seeing three in midfield, I'm seeing two up top. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and I'm watching it, bro. I didn't even watch. I, I think I watched like 18 minutes of the game, and then I fell asleep. I woke up, and then I saw Oli shaking, Lampard, and smiling. Like legit. <laughs> that's why I, I just fell asleep after that game. I was like, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I, um, I, I honestly don't blame you for falling asleep. Yeah, the I'm, game, I'm not was, upset. That yeah. that would be anybody. The game was so bad. I'm like, yeah, yo, Lampard, I, 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 I'm a chill, I'm a chill football analyst. Falling asleep during games. Are you done, Daniel, or do you want to continue add more to it? Is that it? I just want you to know that you're amateur and I was falling asleep during the game. I mean, I mean, so. you don't, you don't need to even watch the game. You just watch Twitter. <laughs> you just make analysis. Uh, you, you saw Better it. than falling asleep during the game. Who it's falls asleep right. during a soccer game, man? I mean, Go you on, carry on, carry on with you. <laughs> you don't have to watch it. But <laughs> my point is, yeah, like. I feel like Lampard should have been a bit more attacking-minded with all the players that he bought. I feel like Correct. if he actually fielded like an attacking-minded team, maybe I would not fall asleep. But it was really boring. The game was really, really boring. And based on it, since I didn't watch it, it seems like I didn't even miss anything. I only missed the Rashford chance. I don't think I missed. And Maguire actually pulling Aspilicueta down. I don't think that was... Yeah, that was the highlight of the game. game. But yeah, I was yeah. I don't know. Maybe Lampard. I don't know. I back the guy. I'm still gonna give him time because it takes a while to adapt to a league. So I'll just give him Kai Havertz, Simo Werner. I'll give those guys time. Maybe they'll you know he'll figure something out. Yeah. Should we should should we give them time? I mean, yeah. I, I I'm not a fan of the give them time, give them time. But people do need time. That's fine. But. I, I watched this game, and um, what I saw was a very, very tactical game, at least on Lampard's part, because he knew, he knew United's strength, which is they will break on you and they will score. This is what Oligana Solskjaer is like, has become good at. He has won like a couple of big, big games doing that. They will just break on you and go and score. And the thing that Chelsea are lacking now is that balance. So I kept watching the game, and whenever they were on the front foot, they did not want to commit men to that attack. They just did not want to commit men to that attack. They knew they couldn't get back quick enough in case anything should happen. So what you're having is a very cagey, you know, cagey tactical game where, you know, they just go and then they just come back very quickly because they don't want to just get caught out in the back. I mean, people are already like, Stars Lampard for saying, oh, he spends money on the offense, the defense is still crap. This is a very good, solid defensive performance. Like, Aspilicueta was awesome. Guy was awesome. He kept, like, directing Reese uh, James, positioning him, some crucial, uh, what do you call it, tackles. 
Mendy was great in goal too. He just cannot find that balance between defending and offense. It's either we're going to like just attack and then we'll score three goals and then the other guys will also score three and then it's one point. Or we'll just defend solidly and the game will be nil-nil. So it's, you know, it's just a case of you might need a couple personnel in the midfield, right? I don't want to mention, you know, I I picked on Georgina. But these guys have spent so much money, Daniel. Like, yeah, where yeah, are, they, yeah. are, they, are they gonna go? <laughs> Why you know the bad guy? The bad guy have red attacking midfielder ZH, I guess attacking midfielder stroke winger, Werner striker, right? I guess Chilwell is a defender. They actually, haven't bought any central or defensive midfielder, right? Like it just bought duplicates of the same player, right? But they have midfielders. Yeah, yeah and my thing, my whole thing is <laughs> like you oh, can't have Jorginho and Kante. Kovacic is injured, I think. Daniel, you no, cannot yeah, you cannot you cannot tell me that you spent all that money. Looking at this United team, you have who you they don't even have a striker. They don't have an out and out striker. Right. I mean Cavani who came on, he was actually very sharp. I'm not gonna lie. But what do you call it? They spend money buying duplicates of the same position. I, we've already like talked about this, right? It's you've gone overkill on the same position. You spend two hundred million doesn't mean anything. Man. Okay, I know, okay. I know, like Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. But the, the, the point. If is, I told you, if I told you today that hold up, hold up, PSG spent two hundred million and they bought one player. Give me, I had two hundred million. That's a lot of money. It's just just one player though. Okay, but, right. but the, the, the point we're making is it's not that they don't have a team. The team that you have, you should not be getting zero, zero draws. Yeah. You should not be drawing 3-3 three, three to the likes of West Brom with the team that you have. That's where the argument is. And also, and which that's that's game, where, that's where, that's, that's, have, like, passes that's straight where, to that's where guy. the That's where the argument of Perhaps this manager is not the manager to move this team forward. That's where that question comes in. No, my whole no. thing, is, my whole thing with Lampard is looking like Daniel said, Ole plays on a system where they just break, right? You look at the United team, you see that Martial is not fit. Pogba is probably not going to play. Right. Like you have that. So who is the threat? You have Dan James. You, you have Dan James in right foot. Dan James Pogba, is extremely quick. There's no there's no end product. You know, like if like guys like that, they're only three. No requires playing. You can easily I mean, we're, we're already yeah. like talking about this. Rashford almost got like two counter goals in that okay. game. Yeah. And I, I think <laughs> the point that George is trying to make is there were easy weaknesses to focus on rather than focusing on the um count the quick counters. You know what I mean? Like if exactly. if you focus on those weaknesses, you can bury them early and then focus on defending. Well, in, in, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is you, a good team has balance, right? They all attack. When they attack, they all move forward in lockstep. When they have to defend, they all fall back. Chelsea just don't have that right now. I'm not going to say that Lampard is not the guy yeah, to I'm, not do it. I'm not saying you that. You know? Yeah. 
But all I'm saying, all I was saying was it might need some personnel change in that midfield there. Cause Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, again, Chelsea might need some personal changes for the lineup that he put out. I say that again. I didn't hear. I said maybe this wasn't the game for the lineup that he put out. I yeah. mean, the lineup, the lineup was fine to me. When uh, Pulisic, maybe Havertz not out of play bounce, but to eat it all. But at the end of the day, you have like Kante and Jorginho sitting there. If those, you know, Kante is extremely mobile. He's actually, he's still actually very good. People still pick on that. I don't know why. But from what I saw in the game, he just did not want to concede that counter goal. So all it leads to is a very cagey affair where, you know, you don't commit too many guys for it. United don't want to commit too many guys for it, and so then it's just just back and forth, back and forth, hoping that we just hit you on one goal, and then that's it. Is my summary of the game, basically. All right, let me um move on from this game because it was actually a very useless game. Like <laughs> that, yeah. I I just wonder. You, you say Chelsea, they need to find the balance. I wonder how much time Abramovich will give Lampard to find this balance we know he can be very trigger happy um uh i I, I want to shout out Mata real quick because I, I think he was actually the star of the game he balled out against newcastle and he balled out again against chelsea so i think Mata deserves an honor- honorable mention anyway yo george yes, do we know who our do, do, do we know who our boss is this week or no, we actually do not know. So you're gonna wait yeah. for like the midweek. Uh, wait. Yeah. Sadly, wait. Anyway, let me ask David real quick. But yeah, we can continue. <laughs> so we have to wait for the bust. All right. So um, there's this. I I also want to talk about Leeds real quick because <clears throat> they um a lot of guys have been saying Aston Villa is now good. And then we saw that Leeds, <laughs> Leeds came through and busted them real quick. So I just want to, those, those of you that are thinking that Aston Villa is good, I, I, I want you guys to, you know, um, Daniel, I know you, you are the leader of that, of that club that, that, you know, claims Aston Villa is just good now because they started the season well. well Did you watch that game? Okay. <laughs> Daniel, you gotta get close, man. We can. Yeah. Oh, you, you gonna give me? You gonna give me credit for the Leeds one? Which one is it? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I will give you. I will give you all the credit. You said Leeds is good, but I just, I'm just wondering why. Why is Leeds so good? Like, what is it about the way they play that um. Yeah, the Leeds, Leeds have that uh, Bielsa system where it's really not about the strength of the individuals, rather the system, right? And I was saying that during the preview last game where I was saying, well, Aston Villa, it might not really be the system, but they just have like individuals now who can just hurt you, you know what I mean? But the Leeds one is just, systems game. It's everybody knows what they're doing. 
You know, everybody's working hard off the ball, on the ball. And at the end of the day, it was either someone in Aston Villa was going to do something extraordinary or Leeds were just going to overwhelm them. Honestly, man, Tyrone Minks, his defending in that game, I don't know, man. There's no way Bamford should score that third goal. Definitely that third goal. The second one, I don't think he should score that either, but the third one was just very, very poor defending. But I, I had a chance to like, see some of the game. I saw that Watkins got a chance, like missed. Um, it was a Grealish also got a chance where he just kept dribbling, dribbling, dribbling until they, like, they closed down the space and then the chance was gone. Yeah, at the end of the day, 3-0, Aston Villa losing 3-0 to Leeds is not surprising to me. I don't think that it makes Aston Villa like bad, per se. But at the end of the day, the system's approach just beat the individual approach. And that's that's all I can say about it. Right? There's nothing okay. more really I can add. So since Leeds have a good system, what do you think about Arsenal's system? Do you think Arsenal have a good system? Because it seems like uh, they they lost this weekend, right? They did. I thought we were going to move to that at some point. We're talking about Arsenal for some reason. I don't know why. I, I spot some shade in your voice. Too. I'm like, you're supposed to be like a neutral moderator here, man. I am, I am a neutral moderator. I'm pointing out facts. Uh, you know, you just. Yeah, but that's what that's that's one of the criticisms that pe- people, at least people at AFTV, like have about us now. Just yeah, we always every time you say, "Oh well, it was Liverpool we lost to," everybody's like, "Look at Leeds." Every time we like say, "Oh well, we went to like we play City and then we lost one day," they're like, "Well, but Leeds played them and they didn't lose, right?" So. It is a criticism that is being leveled at us now because individually speaking, Leeds don't have better players than us. There's no reason why they should be performing better than us in games. So then, you know, it puts our system in the spotlight. But I will address the Arsenal thing when we get to the Arsenal thing. No, like, I, I would like you to please address it now because I'm just wondering... You know where you think Arsenal will finish this season, and you know I know you watched the game. Yeah. Okay, so so tell me about that game, and tell me why you're so confident you finish fourth after you watch Arsenal lose to Leicester in the manner that they lost. And that's the key phrase in the manner that they lost. You know Leicester had like one shot on target, like where the 80th minute, but let me end the game. But yeah, in, in the game. In general, yeah. I'll just start from like the goal we conceded. So I keep saying this all the Arsenal fans, I keep saying this. <laughs> the Arsenal fans online, Reddit boards, Twitter, whatever. That when you go into these big games, right, the result just purely comes down to individual versus individual. You see that goal we conceded. Gabriel tells Mustafi, cover my right-hand side because I'm going left. And why is he going left? It compensates for Xhaka somehow being in centre-back. So then this Turkish guy, what's his name? Segez, what? Onda or something like that? Mm-hmm. Just uh-huh. 
yes, over under. He just spins Zaka and then he's in behind. Yeah. Gabriel comes across, covers properly, but Mustafi doesn't do what he's supposed to do. And before you know it, you know, it's a goal. You cannot have people like Rani Zaka in the team. I've been saying this for four years, what, five years now. That's what's going to happen when you play the big teams. It comes down to your right back, let's tell him go, the whole team is screwed. You let Myers go, the whole team is screwed. So you cannot play that guy. And, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, right, conceding one goal to Leicester is not surprising. My prediction for the game was actually 3 1 because I knew they were going to score. The big problem is the Wait, zero. Your, your prediction was 2 1 to who? 3 1 to Arsenal. 3 1 so, to Arsenal. Yep, I knew they were going to score. Yeah. Okay. That's not surprising that they scored. The problem is the zero that was an hour score column. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think and, zero versus three is like a huge gap to me. Right, right, right. I don't you know. Cannot, I, you, cannot, you cannot play Xhaka in the team. Xhaka, right, so, hold up. Xhaka had the most touches in this game. And I could have sworn we bought party to replace this guy. Yeah. But I'm not too worried, as I said in the chat today. We're right back where we were under Wenger in 2016, where we could not be deep block teams. We had the personnel, but we just could not be beat deep block teams. I know it's just configuration issues. Just have to find the right formation to do it, you know. And then it will, I'm not, I'm not too worried at all. There's no. Let's add one shot on target. Everyone's praising them like they actually played ball. Okay. But the last thing I will say, though, about Arteta, right? I'm so happy with the way he has dealt with, you know, the Emery signings and uh, especially Ozil. It's not an Emery signing, but I'm happy with the way he's dealt with that situation. But as a manager, right, your only tool cannot be a hammer because not every problem is a nail. Yeah? And I'm talking about Lacazette here. You know, when a striker misses a chance, it doesn't mean that you have to drop him from the team. And I think it has really messed with Lacazette's confidence again. You score three goals in your first three games and then you miss one chance at Liverpool and then they bench you. Yeah, it doesn't give you, like, the confidence, you know, to be, like, instinctive in front of goals before you. Um, so, but he's a young manager. He's still learning. You know, you just can't. Sometimes you have to put your arm around the guy and say, you know, I like the run you made. That was good. You know how good you are. You got the ball in that position. You know how good you are. We know how good you are. Do what comes to you instinctively. Okay. And, you know. yeah, I, think, I, think, I think we've given Daniel too much time to talk about Arsenal, man. Yeah. I was falling yeah. asleep at one point. Okay, um, but, but, but George, let me, let me quickly ask you, should Oba be starting up top Instead of on the wing, I don't. I don't even understand what Arsenal is doing right now. I don't even know why we're still talking about Arsenal because I feel like Arsenal <laughs> is not like a mid-table team, so we should be giving them air time, just like you know the same amount of time we give Aston Villa and the, and the likes. So that's how big we are that we're not playing well. You're still yeah, I mean, because <laughs> the the thing with Arsenal is, you know, they have a lot of African fans, you know, and uh, I guess you know they they were once they were once a big team. And uh, there are so many people that want to see them go back to where they were. So you know, we 
we were Bro, we can finish 15th and still be bigger than most of the teams in the world. Don't get that shit twisted, bro. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right, yeah. So I guess I should. uh, I'm just gonna leave the prem real quick because I'm just tired. Oh, really quickly, (laughs) I have just something to say about Arsenal. Okay. (laughs) Please go ahead. Tell us. Uh, Um, I don't agree with George. I don't know what they're doing at the moment. And I know that Daniel is going to hate this, but you know what Arsenal really could have used yesterday? Someone like Ozil. Good point. Good point. Arsenal looked to be completely out of ideas. Completely out of ideas. They don't have a creator. They don't have a creator. And Daniel, I'm sorry, but you need to let your personal feelings about Ozil go. Because especially yeah, now, that, now that they've brought in someone like Partey. Now that they've brought in someone like Party, this is the perfect time to reintroduce Ozil. He has one year left on his contract. It's not going to kill you to at least try and play him and fit him in this team and see what can be done. Because to me, with the quality that Ozil has, he's only going to improve that team regardless of what personal opinions may be. That's all I'm going to say about personal. I guess when he had two assists assists in 18 games, when he had two assists in 18 games, that was a lot of creation, actually. I agree. Arsenal fans were treating Ozil the same way they treated Wenger before he left. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. My assistant, my assistant. Yeah, so maybe Arsenal need a central attacking midfielder. Who knows? Or maybe they don't. But um, what I know is that they did not score yesterday. So uh, <clears throat> now uh, I think this midweek is Champions League, right? We have some, have some pretty interesting games. You know, George. I think Barca is playing. So yes, I wanna. Yeah. Who who is Barca playing again? Let me check. Juventus. Oh. Oh, they're playing Juventus. Oh, that like very... oh, wait, that's true. Cristiano has COVID. Yeah, he's yeah, still tested. I mean, I've, I've read rumors that the guy the guy could actually play if he does test uh, negative for COVID 24 hours before the game. So there's uh, a chance he could still play. So there's oh. a chance he could play. Yeah. But um, what do you think we're going to see there? What should we expect from Barcelona after... After the weekend, I believe they lost in the El Clasico. Yeah, I mean, True. True. No, we don't we don't talk about La Liga here. We stick strictly EPO and UCL. So I don't know why you're bringing it up. Like, no, yeah. we could have we had an episode about you know La Liga great. So I I wouldn't say we don't talk about La Liga. We should it's a West League. What are we talking about? <laughs> But if we can talk about Arsenal, we definitely need to give airtime to me. We need to give airtime to We are bigger than any club in La Liga except for Madrid and Barca. Fact. <laughs> go play. Go play. Go play Thursday night football, guys. We, 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 we are in Europa League and we're still getting like one of Atletico's best players. Like, bro, come on, man. And then what else? Like, Didn't you I, only I, drop I just, on I Thursday? 
I, I just don't know what's happening here. Why, why everybody is just getting so emotional about things. But George, the reason why Let's I brought up... waste time on La Liga. Move on to hold La on, Hold on, hold on. The reason why I brought up that game was because yeah. they have to respond. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. They played a Champions League game, and the first game was really easy. They played for Varos. They are the Hungarian champions. I we expect five zero. Now is kind of a real test in the group yeah. to see where they could finish in this group. Because if they don't win La Liga or they don't do good in La Liga, they need to have a good Champions League showing. You know, the talk of the summer was will Messi leave? Will he stay? You know, this is a big deal in football. He has stayed. He hasn't scored in the league. Uh, wait, wait, let me not say he hasn't scored. I'm not sure. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't scored in the league. So, what is what is going to happen? This is, you know, Juve are the Italian champions. A much sterner test than Ferencvaros. You just lost to Madrid. You wanna you you wanna put some good feelings back into your squad. You know, I'm here for you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I know, I know, Popo is not here, but maybe the other Popo is trying to catch you there. But anyway, um, so just just tell me what you expect from Barca against this event against Juventus, and uh, whether even if Cristiano doesn't play, like do you do you expect Barcelona to win? Alright, so um, first off, Messi has scored in La Liga. I was, I was wrong. It's he scored a penalty. I just had to okay. correct that. And also, like right now, Barcelona is in a situation where, like, there's a lot going on with the club right now. I don't know if you guys had a um PK's interview. He like so PK basically gave up gave an interview where the guy just demolished the Barcelona board. Came out of Bartomeu. So right now, there's a lot of tension going on in the club right now. Right now, the board wants the players to reduce their wages. Some of them are not, in, mm. you know, and um, are in agreement with that. You know, a lot there's a lot going on with the team right now. Like there's a lot. Griezmann right now is not in, it's not in the best form, and he's also going out. The reports coming out where the guy is saying he's not happy in Barcelona. So there's a lot going on. The presidential election, the vote of no confidence, all that stuff. I think it's starting to get to the point. Oh, what are you talking about? So, uh, no, no, no. So, are, you, are you trying to tell me that Barcelona is going to lose? I'm not Wait, saying. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. a bad time to leave. Just saying. We what? Bartomeu just said um, this evening. Mm-hmm. That now would be the worst time to leave his post. Oh, because he knows. He knows why. He knows why would now would be the bad time. It's not because of him resigning. It's because of the debt that the club has under his regime. So when he leaves, he's gonna have to pay the out of pocket. So that's why he's now saying, like right now, the guy is. I think he sent an appeal to the Catalan government, telling them that they should actually not move along with the vote of no confidence. Oh. You know? Yeah, he actually that did that. Yeah, George, 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 why are they 11 players on the field? Not good. I don't want to hear about the Catalan government, man. What are you talking about, man? It's not that. I'm just saying how these 11 players that you had on the field, why didn't they win? Daniel, those stuff is actually starting to influence the players. You understand? It's actually starting to influence them. But against Juventus, I think... You know, in order for Kuman to actually make a statement in the Champions League, 
I think we have to win that game. And I think we're definitely going to win that game. Because Juventus is not, is not in a good form either. Like, the guys have... They've only won one game, I think, in five. Pelo is in charge. I remember someone coming on the podcast telling us that, you know, Pelo is the manager, is a guy to lead Juventus to the, you know, to glory. But... No, it was worse. I didn't know. But besides, <laughs> they've not, they've only won one single game. So they're yeah, not, they yeah. haven't been very good this season. Yeah, they've not been good either. So I think for Kuman to actually make a statement, he has to win the game against Juventus. And I think we're definitely going to win that game. So, okay. yeah. Can you, can you give me a scoreline real quick? I'm going to say 2-0. 2-0 Barcelona. Yeah, because they're not... I mean, they're not really scoring goals either. They're not creating as much goals. Our defense is actually, I'll take that back 2 1 because our defense is really leaky this season. Dest, I, I got to give a shout out to Dest, though. He had a really good El Clasico game. And who knows? Maybe we found our next Danny Alves. Wow. Yeah. The guy was that good. Like, he was really good. Oh, George, 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 just remember this. We are not like you, we actually have money. Wherever the talent is, he will leave there and come to Barca. If he's at Arsenal, he will leave there and come to Barca. Yes, Remember sir. those words. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You said if a player is at Arsenal, he will leave Arsenal and go to Barca? That's what George said. George said they're, they're not like us. They have money. Now oh. they want people to take pay cuts. Cannot mm. sign... Cut off Memphis Depay, <laughs> a United bust. You can't say we sign that guy, Daniel. So, um, Daniel. Daniel, can you can you can you give me a scoreline for Juve Barca? Two nil Barca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, you I have like I have no faith in like Andrea Pirlo as a coach, okay. man. Like, so. <laughs> All right, uh, so we have. George two 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 one Barca uh, Daniel two zero rookie. Do you have, do you have a scoreline for us, UV Barca? Yeah, I'm gonna go um one one. One one, okay. Also, which 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 other Champions League game do I like? Yeah, let me see, let me see. Manchester United rookie. Tell us, is is United gonna beat Leipzig? Leipzig finished what semi-finals last year, right? They did. So we're playing a semifinalist on uh, yep. Wednesday. Yep. What do you think we're, uh, United is going to do in that game? Like, um, well, from what from the reports that I saw today, it seems that four of Leipzig's starters are out of the game. Um, I don't know which four, so don't ask me. <laughs> but um, honestly, with the performance that United had against PSG last week. Um, it does seem that Ole has some tactics. So I'm hoping that with those some tactics, he has some for this week as well. And it wasn't just a fluke. So I think that United can probably scrape by with a win. Scores? Uh, I'd say 2-1. Let's say two one. If right. Maguire plays, Maguire. Why wouldn't Maguire play? Well, Axel played very well against PSG, and I think that he would be a better addition into the defense over Maguire for a team like Leipzig. 
Interesting. So only in or only out? Oh, I'm still only out. out. But he has tactics, and you think he can win with the tactics? Okay, (laughs) I said some tactics. I never said only. Yeah, some tactics. No, no, I'm starting to like peep a trend here. Yeah, you guys. You guys are only all out so that we don't banter you when you get smashed. Yeah. Uh, when I you win, when you for... win, you show up and come and tell us only has some tactics. <laughs> but then, and where and where did I say anything else when we were talking about Chelsea United earlier? I didn't even talk about Ole because there was no point in talking about him. Yeah, but you just said he has some tactics. Daniel, one Daniel. second. When you were struggling against farmers, literal farmers on Thursday, wait, not many people were, were watching that game because it was Europa. What? You disappeared. Yes or no? If Ole beat PSG, I was actually. I was actually in the chat. What are you talking about? And I'm going to give credit where it's due. Just because I'm Ole out doesn't mean that I'm not going to give credit where it's due. Okay, watch. Let me address this before you. <laughs> um, go ahead. And also, give me a score line after you give your speech. Right, right. And okay. your speech better not include Tottenham because we're not talking about Tottenham. <laughs> you're talking about anyway look here's the thing okay here's the thing <laughs> you guys I don't know if you're like only out or only in but I'm starting to, to to see a trend where you're only out when you get smashed so that we don't have to banter you but when you win you show up and your guys like only has some tactics if you have some tactics I don't want to hear you complain the next time you get smashed. That's what I'm saying. It's basically all I'm saying. But my United Leipzig, uh, I don't read Leipzig, man. I don't read Leipzig. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Wait, you know they're on, top, they're on top of the German league, right? No, George. I think that's impressive. No, why, why are you even, why? Are you even, why? Another, another yeah. useless league. Anyway, but what you call it? It's going to be 1-1. It's going to be a tie. All right. And I also want to state that I was the only one that supported Ole. I was the only person that was saying Ole in. Everyone else was saying Ole. I, I don't care if you're Ole in okay, or out. Fine. I don't care. Okay, I have to state for for the, for the facts. For people who care about facts. Apparently, you you, you don't care about, care about facts. facts. You know? And what are you talking about? What facts are you talking about? I just want you to either be only out when you win it or you I, lose or be only okay. in. But you are analyzing the game fairly, you give credit where it's due. You can still have your opinions, but you analyze the game correctly. Did he beat PSG? Okay, off okay of hold up. So do you yeah. think he has that some tactics? E- that does not equate to supporting a manager. Does he, does he have some tactics? <laughs> do you think he has some tactics? Against the PSG, what? George, please, can you give me a score line? Uh, Manchester United, Leipzig. Just yeah, yeah, guys, guys, we gotta apologize for Daniel and whatever is going on right now. <clears throat> people, people, people had a long day at work, so I just excuse them. Um, Fucking United fans, man, always. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, I think Le- Leipzig is unbeaten in the German league. Um, they've also scored a lot of goals. United, I think they like you know they beat PSG, yeah. Mm-hmm. But PSG, I think it's an it's a very average team. Take on Neymar and Mbappe, I think PSG is very average. Hmm. So, uh, PSG was also a finalist last year, correct? I mean, yeah, but like. Alright, I just wanted to remind us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to go for like a Leipzig win, like a 2 1 or 3 2. I think it would be a one goal difference. It would be a one goal difference. Yeah. But either, either United I, I, win or Leipzig win. Either or, but I'm leaning more towards Leipzig. So I think it would 3 1. Um, I mean, 2 1 or 3 2 win. So uh, Daniel said 1 1. Rookie, did you say a score? Yeah, I said uh, 2-1 United. You said 2-1 United. All right. Okay, let's see. Who else is playing? Let me go and find Manchester City. Who else? Who else? City Marseille. The last time City played a French team. George, can you tell us? Can you remind us what happened? I mean, you can always Google it. You can always Google it. Well, since like there's people don't have Google right now in some places, I'll just tell you that Cornella, eh, he... Gave it Leon beat Man City. So, George, if Marseille plays 3 5 2, is, is City gonna win or what? I mean, Pep has faced uh that formation twice this season and he, mm-hmm. you know, actually won both games. Oh, he won both, yeah. So, yeah, the lack of a man problem is the lack of a striker. That's that's my problem. And who even plays for Marseille these days? Yeah, you know what? To be honest, I don't even know. So, are you trying to tell me that City has to win, even though there's no striker? Because we I mean, Marseille. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I think City is definitely going to win. Right. Maybe like a 2-1 or a 2-0. Right. Yeah. So, I have City yeah. winning 2-1 or 2-0. Yeah. Uh, rookie, please tell us what the get quick scoreline, City, Marseille. Uh, it has to be something like 3-0. City. It has to be three zero to City. Who is going yeah. to score? That's I'm, a good I'm, question. Um, if you think three zeros, somebody has to kick the ball into the net. Well, the thing, the thing is with Marseille. I mean, I'm looking at the team now. It's no one that that really wows you. Yeah, and really, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, Ricky. It, uh, if you remember correctly, the French League actually got cancelled, so they didn't even play all of their games. So Marseille's kind of in this almost by default. I don't know, you know, what the points difference is to other teams in the French League from when they stopped the league last season, but I don't know if they would be in this had they not just voided the league. Also, also they faced the face Olympiacos, and they just tied that game. Oh, did they? Yeah, they tied against Olympiacos. Yeah. No, let me let me just I tell think you. They lost. They lost against Olympiacos. Okay. They, let me just tell you guys some players that Marseille have. You know I, that. I know them, they have Dimitri Payet. They have Kevin yeah. Strickland, who was he has been injury injury prone, but he's on the team. They have guys like Florian Tovin. I don't know if you remember him from his Newcastle yeah, days. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. They have Steve Mandanda in goal. 
So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. To, to put it this way, when the league stopped last season, Leon, that um, City faced in the latter end of the Champions League last season, um, they were 16 points below Marseille. So, yeah. So, Marseille's not a terrible team. They were second uh, exactly. at, at the point of the voiding of the league. So it may not be as straightforward as we may, we may be thinking. I, they're not a team that I really watch. So I don't want to, I don't really know how good they are. This is definitely a game to watch though. <laughs> yo, you know, what's crazy. Like what? Yo, United, Leipzig, it was a straightforward win. But my city, Marseille, for some reason, we are, you know, well, the only reason I'm saying this is because of the performance against Lyon. You guys like twisting things. Rookie said 3-0. You know, so she thinks City will win. I mean, I'm just wondering yeah, who will say if Aguero doesn't play, if Jesus doesn't play. That's my only question. So, is this Sterling? Will Sterling come up with the goals? With uh, Ferran, will Ferran Torres score? Will, you know... Will Foden play in the Ferling, first half? Foden scores goals. Okay. Hopefully, Mares will, you know, there we score go. a goal. Like, there, there, there are goals in the team. All right. Daniel, give me a quick scoreline. 2 0 City. 2 0 City. All right. So, basically, everyone says City will win. All right. Farmers League, bro. If you guys are beating PSG, what is Marseille gonna do? <laughs> uh, you know, I can, you know, I can see the way everyone thinks. You know, uh, yeah. no problem. But that's why the games are played, and we'll all watch the games and we'll all see what's gonna happen. You know, like me, I'm the host, so this week I'm not giving any predictions. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you have you have been very neutral in this role. I'm actually very impressed. Uh, I've I've been neutral. I, I just I just want to remind people that the last time I gave a prediction, I said United would be PSG two one, and that's exactly what happened. So, like, I just I'm just gonna leave it at that. And, now, uh, and that's what has given the United fans confidence, like talking nonsense on air these days. Okay. okay, all right. So I Daniel always, always has to go left with everything. <laughs> I think he's just taking yesterday's loss really hard. So mm. we'll let him, you know. All right. Ajax, Ajax Atlanta. I think that would be a good game. You think Ajax Atlanta would be a good game? Yeah, after beating the team 13-0. Yeah, plenty goals, right? Let me see who else is playing. I, I I don't think there's any. Who is Liverpool playing? Liverpool is that's not that's They're it. Not playing Midland. Uh, They're playing Midland. They will probably beat them very well. But if they don't beat them, best believe we'll be here to make fun of them. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I mean, I I I feel like I've touched on most things. Uh, if you guys have any any last words or any, any... Uh, we could do predictions for next week, unless there's another episode in yeah, between. There's another episode in between for Boston. Okay. I, I think they will go over the bust and next uh, fixtures for the EPL next game week game week seven. And um, but I kind of wonder. 
I might want to sell a midfielder. So right now, guys, all right, you know, let me ask you guys this. I have three, I have four midfielders. And nobody, none of my midfielders gave me any points. So can you guys suggest one midfielder for me? To, I need to make a transfer. Well, who do you have? All right, let's see. I have Podence. I have Trossard. I have Tielemo. I have De Bruyne and uh, some random guy called Stevens. I don't know why you're in my team. But yeah, that's my midfield and uh, nobody did anything. Well, Not even wait, how much wait, was how much money do you what? have in your bank? I have like nine million pounds in the why? bank. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I was trying to be like Asun Wenger. You know, if if my team is doing bad, I look in the bank account and I smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta like that nine million potential should not be in the team. Trossard maybe. Tielemans I like, like Podence. Yeah, yeah. I don't say wrong with having Podence, but yeah, I'd probably get rid of Tielemans. Okay, okay. So I'm going to sell Tielemans, and who am I buying? I mean, why don't you have Son? Yeah, let's start with that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> George All right. doesn't <laughs> Transfer. Who is starting on playing? You know what? I'll leave you guys to discuss next week's fixtures on the next podcast. But yeah. uh, maybe I should look into buying some. Well, okay. if we're talking about recommendations, I think I'm gonna have to get rid of Trent. I don't know why you guys have this guy in your team, but yeah, like seven point five guy. Let me tell you, my whole defense, I think, is what is worth seventeen million. Oh wow. Yeah. Why are you, why are you on the I'm table? Like, oh, I'm fourth or fifth. But for, I have 4.5 defenders, 4.0 or 4.5 defenders. And at mm. least two of them bring in clean sheets every week. At least two of them. Yeah, no. But, Trent's got to go. That's just money are. that's being wasted at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Any uh, last words? D- Daniel, last words, please. Yeah, the games are coming thick and fast. Seems like there'll be no rest uh, from now till like December. And there's another useless international break like wedged in there for some reason. It's not getting cancelled. So I, I feel like at this point, uh, the season is just like a huge part of the results and now going to be based on who can manage the depth. Who has the depth, first of all, who can manage the depth very well. Uh, this season is not anywhere close to being over. I don't think anyone's going to run away with it. We're going to see like everybody dropping points, everybody picking up points. So I'm here for it. I'm just uh, I'm just throwing that out there that your week will come. Wait, who's we? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so confused. Oh, oh, the people whose week are gonna come, they know. <laughs> they know they know themselves. So you know, everybody's week is gonna come. So it's, that's all I have to say. All right. Uh rookie, do you have any last words? Yeah, my last words are shout out to Everton, shout out to Aston Villa. Despite your losses, you're still in the top four. I'm hoping this season is one for one of the underdogs. So 
Shout out to them. One for the underdogs. All right, let's see. George, last words. Honestly, this is to Popo. All right. <laughs> we need to, like, we, I don't know how long we end, we like ended up talking about Arsenal, but we need to, like, start, you know, taking time off Arsenal, man. We need to start talking about them less and give time to teams like, we didn't even talk about Everton. We need to talk about teams like Everton, teams that are actually doing something in the league, you know? I feel like that's what we should be doing. We should start talking less about Arsenal. Okay, so r- r- real quick, Everton lost two zero. Is is I-, I think it's going downhill from here. Is the whole pro- is it project bust now? Are they done? Absolutely or not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No. Right. Okay. No. Okay, no problem. So we will. Um... Every team lost so far this season. Every single team has lost a match. Mm-hmm. All right, that that gives me hope that maybe Manchester United can uh, can climb off the table. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> okay. So um thanks thanks for being on guys. We'll take all your considerations into into the considerations box. We'll, we'll, we'll deliver them to Popo. See we'll see what he says. Right, um. <laughs> oh but to sign off, he's still bust of the week because the oh, new yeah. one has not been announced yet. That, that's, oh, true. Yeah. that's true. <laughs> so, shout out to Popo. You uh, thought you were scared, but you didn't. You're uh, still the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I saw this coming, man. That's crazy, because I knew the guy was supposed to miss like an episode. I wasn't sure if it was the one before or the, it made sense. Everything makes sense. Wait, so you guys didn't talk about the bus in the in the in the last episode? Oh we did. I had to text him and tell him and then after I told I spoke about him, you know what he told me? He what told me do? that my stuff did not upload. So guess what? <laughs> now I had to I had to go I had to go back to Zencaster. I had to I had to oh my download God. my whole audio and not email it to him. I was like guy, I will do whatever it takes to make sure that my stuff gets in. You're now about to like you know, <laughs> deprive me of talking about you. Alright, alright. Anyways, alright. Yeah. Nice, nice everyone having everyone on. Um let's see. It's uh, I guess it's gonna be a very interesting season. So yeah, buckle up. And uh I hope everyone out there is watching and having fun and uh setting their FPL teams. You know, hopefully you're not the bust in your leagues. But um until uh <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, have a good week, guys.